Welcome to Living a Life Through Books. I'm your host, Dr. Shanaz Ahmed. Today, we are piggybacking on an old episode. Originally, there was no addition to the We Are Who We Are episode. Then I was thinking about it and realized that I hadn't mentioned a book that people do not want to admit that they have read. Or they will admit it and want to suck you into that cult. The book I'm talking about is obvious by the title of this podcast, Fifty Shades of Grey. It's a book that even if I had read it, I will not admit to it in public. No, I have not read it. No, seriously, I have not. But it's one of those books from what I hear. I was introduced to that book a few years ago by the manager of my bank at that time. She talked about how that book was so great and well... Let's just skip the details of that conversation, shall we? We obviously did not talk about finances. Anyway, later on, I was talking to my assistant at that time. She had a Kindle, and I knew she enjoyed books, and I don't know how it came up, but she admitted to reading the book and how great it was. I asked her about it. I said, Is it great that a man is abusive and asks you to sign a contract about stuff he wants to do? She says, but he's really nice. And besides, I would never know what it felt like to go on a private helicopter. And this way I get to experience it. Okay, I'm all for experiences through books, but I don't know. I haven't read the book, so I can't comment. I know Erin and I have talked about this other book in our closet conversations, a book where an entire chapter was dedicated to the act of making love. I can't even remember the name of the book. Flirting with Felicity, I think. Anyway, in that book, the hero takes the heroine on a private jet ride to Hawaii. I wasn't lost in the experience of private jets and stuff. I was lost in the obvious setup to get a girl to say yes. I'm thinking, jerk, I missed the point of that book, obviously. Or maybe I'm cynical. Or maybe I'm past the Cinderella stories. I want women to know their own worth rather than wait for a prince to come rescue them. Honestly, the world needs women. We are the rescue, so anything short of that is just not my thing. Oh, back to the Fifty Shades book. Apparently... Several women got pregnant after reading it. I have never heard of that side effect from a book. But okay then. I knew someone else who shall not be named who admitted to me that she had read that book. And this was the phone conversation. I asked her what she was reading, and she got a very blushed tone and started laughing, almost giggling on the phone. And then she shyly said, I'll tell you, but... I said, you're reading Fifty Shades of Grey. And she said, what? How did you know? You didn't even hesitate. Yeah, I guess some books have that effect when you recommend it to others. In this case... I could tell from her voice. It's like when you look at your kids' faces, you know they're lying or up to something. This book has that ability. Wow, now I'm getting curious. A book that can recommend itself without too many words and a book that can get women pregnant? 
I guess it's no longer in the water. One of my friends commented that she was considering book covers after listening to episode three, We Are Who We Are. I know I talked about accepting who you are and owning up to yourself, but here's the thing. On rethinking it, I feel book covers may be good because people will judge you and people's judgment may have an impact on how they treat you. Yes, it's their problem, but it's yours too because we all want to be treated with respect. I know I've read in business books that women need to wear makeup and dress well to get more respect. If I were to wear casual clothes to work, my patient's parents may not have as much respect for me as if I were better dressed. It's not fair, but it is what it is. So back to book sleeves. It does prevent judgment and that may be a good thing. Speaking of book sleeves, have you guys seen those YouTube videos of people on subways using made-up ridiculous sleeves with crazy titles like How Not to Itch in Public or How to Hold in a Fart? And you have people giving them these looks or smirks. Again, we are indeed constantly being judged for what we say, for how we dress, for how much makeup we wear if you're a woman and for what books you read. So in rethinking it all, I feel that maybe I need to modify part of my episode three message. Sure, we are who we are. Sure, we need to own up and be authentic to ourselves. But that's only to ourselves. We don't need to publish everything about us to everyone. Some things, including some of the books we read, should be kept private. If you choose to do so, then it's your own prerogative. I know I'm going backwards through episodes, but I have to. I've had a bit of backlog with all my conversations, so I'm catching up on my notes and episodes. Just want to let you all know that you can contact me on Facebook, Instagram, or just an email through livingalifethroughbooks at gmail.com. I am uploading these episodes to my website at shanazahmed.com. That is S-H-A-H-N-A-Z-A-H-M-E-D. It's been a process and a half. I wanted to add pictures and all that, and I finally decided that I'll just publish it as a written blog. And then over time, I should work on editing those posts with pictures and links for the books mentioned and all that jazz. It's a lot of work, and it's still a work in progress. My website and logo was designed by Alia Rahman. She's a St. Louis-based graphic designer and surreal artist. You can contact her at aliarahman.com. That is A-A-L-I-A-R-A-H-M-A-N.com. The starting and ending music to this and all my episodes was composed by my husband, Brad Slavic. That's it for this time. I'm Dr. Shanaz Ahmed with Living a Life Through Books, signing off. Remember to water the seeds within you. It's time. It's time.